Hey, welcome everybody to the PK Sportscast. I am your host, John, aka that PK boy. We've got Mango here, got Caleb, got Knock. How you fellas doing today, man? Man, doing, doing good great, today, man. fellas. Doing How we excellent. doing? Thank you. Oh man, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. We got a week off last week, but now we are finally here. Football is beginning tonight. I cannot wait. Um, we got we got some good stuff, man. Uh, ready to go over some standings and these week one games. Possibly even get some some money or some really just some tanks of gas off y'all or something, man. I'm, I'm ready to make something this week. Uh, but let's go ahead and get us started, man. Mango, what what are those standings looking like for this year, man? What are you thinking? Oh man, they're looking great. Uh, man, just rolling right into it. Going into my AFC standing, we got Kansas City coming out at the number one. Got Buffalo coming in at the number two. Probably a surprise to some people. I've actually got Indianapolis winning their division and coming out at the number three. Got Baltimore winning their division over Cincinnati coming out at the number four. I don't think that's too big of a surprise. I think they're right there. They're right there at that team. Number five is interesting for me. I got the Chargers. I got the Chargers coming out of L.A. And then number six, I got Tennessee. Number seven, I got Cincinnati. I don't think there's too much to really dive into there. I think maybe the only thing might be Indianapolis. We probably... Get on to me about that later, but we'll hop right over to the NFC. I got Green Bay coming in at the one. Got Tampa Bay coming in at the two. Dallas is going to be a fun one to watch this year, boys. I got them coming in at the three. And the Super Bowl champs, you know I got to have them in there. They're going to win that division coming in at the four. Another fun team, though, is going to be Minnesota. I think Minnesota is a good quarterback away from actually winning a chip, but I think they finally bust into the playoffs with the wild card. They get the number five. All this speculation on Trey Lance, it's all going to pay off for him. He's going to do pretty well this year. They're coming in at the six. And number seven, I got Philadelphia, man. And you know what? I really, really like that pick. I know I've, I've gotten a little bit of slack because I had them losing a few games during the season. But <laughs> I, I do think they sneak into the playoff. They get that last wild card spot. And I think they're rolling pretty well. But uh, just to keep this moving along, Caleb, what are, what's your seeding looking like, man? Uh, Hold on, one oh, before you get started, Caleb. Before you get started, who who'd you say you had going and winning the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's roll over to that real quick. You're right. I'm curious out of all those teams you got named there, who you got taking it all? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I've got Kansas City and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, and you know I'm still rolling with my boys. We got a rematch, and we're gonna get after Tom. We're gonna take it, 31-27, boys. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I like a good. I like that sound of that. A nice little yeah, revenge game. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Hey. Okay, well, I mean, I was honestly, I was ready to dig into your standings and give you some crap, but honestly, I liked, I liked the happy ending so much. I think I'm gonna lay off a little bit. Anybody else got any opinions on what he's got there? I really don't. No, no, no. I really don't. I think oh, you wow. can clown on mine a little bit more, but uh, we'll we'll get there. Oh man, yeah. I mean. Honestly, looking at everything, I'm not too upset. The only thing I'm going to say, and, you know, this is probably going to be, you know, common for everybody, but I, I don't like Tennessee in there at the six, but, you know, we're going we gonna to find out. You know, we're going to find out. I we, think we this, I think San Francisco is a little ballsy, but uh, a very interesting pick. We'll see how Trey does this season. I like that pick. Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, Caleb, what, what you got over there? You said we're going to be able to pick on you a little more? Yeah, I think – I think I have something that you'll be 
I think you guys are going to be able to clown on me a little bit. Uh, my AFC picture, of course, I got our boys, KC, coming out on top 14-3. I got them as my one seed. Uh, my two I have as Indianapolis. Um, I, I think I might think I might go to regret that, but I'm st sticking with it. I have them at the two seed coming out 14-3. and three. You know, we'll see. Um, I have Buffalo. Um, they're going to be a very, they're going to be one of the best three seeds ever if this happens. I have them coming out as a three seed of 14 and three. Um, I have Cincinnati coming out on top of the AFC North. They're going to be 12 and five. Um, this is where, John, I think you're going to, you're going to poke a little fun at me. I have Tennessee coming out 12 and five. I have them coming. They'll be second in their division out of the South. Um, they'll be the fifth. I have Baltimore um, tying with Cincinnati. Uh, I have them going 12 and five as well as the sixth seed. Here's where I think I'm going to get a lot of, I think I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one. I have the, I have the dolphins sneaking in as the seventh seed. I have them going 11 and six. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see, we'll kind of see. They could be an 11 and six or a six and 11. I don't really know with them. My NFC, my NFC picture, unfortunately I do have Tampa coming out as the one seed. I have them going 14 and three. Um, I've just learned not to bet against Tampa Bay. I just, I just learned not to. Um, I have the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, I have them as the second seed. I have them going 14 and three as well. I have Green Bay uh, as my third, coming in at 13 and four. Uh, this is going to be the NFC East is going to be very, very interesting this year. I have the Cowboys coming out 12 and five. I also have the Eagles coming out 12 and five. They are my four and five seeds. Um, I have uh, Minnesota coming out as the sixth seed. They're going to be nine and eight. I think this is kind of the year that, you know, I'm not seeing any kind of a deep run into the playoffs, but I do feel like they're going to have kind of that breakthrough season maybe. Um, I'm really hoping that for the Vikings. Um, I really am. And then I have uh, I have the good old Cardinals sneaking in as my seventh. They're going to go nine and eight this season. So uh, we have a lot of good things to cover. So, um, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I do have my Super Bowls. Uh, this hurts. This hurts a uh -oh. lot. Um, I do have Kansas City losing in the AFC Championship game. I have Buffalo Ooh. and Tampa in the Super Bowl. I have Tampa winning at 28-24. Oh. I mean, I can't say I don't see it happening, but, man, that's tough. That's it tough. It is, uh, and I, I see it going either way. I see it going either way. I if they're, I think Buffalo's hungry, so I could be wrong on that. This may be just one two four for or one two four one two far for Brady. Um, it might be Buffalo's year. We'll just have to see. I'm not putting money on it. I just want to see how it goes. What do you think of? You know, you, they're not even part of your playoffs. I just want to mention a couple of things I noticed on this graphic. <laughs> okay. Um, it on. Raiders four and thirteen. As much as I'd love to see it happen, don't see it happening. Um, but I'll I will root for that all day, every day. I hope that you're right. Um, New England missing the playoffs. That's something we don't see very often. Well, again, while I'd like to see it happen, don't see it happening. Um, and I could Seattle, be wrong. Seattle being better than San Francisco in the division. Did you think you're about that just, one? You're... I did no, I didn't. To answer your question, be, <laughs> answer your question, no, I did not. Um, no, I, I, I looking at it, I, I, I don't know. Was it the was it the slate of games? Was it the 
Was it the strength of schedule? I don't know. Uh, Looking at it, um, I think that's the one that's, we all have one regret. Maybe not, but we all have one regret. My one regret with this is having Seattle at eight and nine. Okay. I mean, that's I fair. That. I got a couple regrets, but we'll get to those later. Um, any, anybody else got any any ideas before I just look like the big bully going after everybody? Because <laughs> I, I feel like I got more. Like Carolina four and thirteen. Does that mean yeah. McCaffrey's getting hurt uh, again? I mean, I uh, as far as your as far as your seeding goes, I mean, the only thing I'd really flip, I might flip Dallas and Philadelphia. I mean, those two teams. It's kind of a toss up, man. I think Philadelphia's got a really good team. I think I had Dallas at like thirteen and four, and Philadelphia at ten and seven. So, I mean, I might be off by a couple games. It's probably going to be a lot closer than that. So, I don't think that's a horrible pick. But Arizona being beaten out San Francisco for a wild card spot is wild. I, I think they've got a damn good team. I think they got a really good defense. And Arizona, there's so much speculation going on around Arizona. I won't deny Kyler's talent. I think he's great. But if the man can't lead his team and can't watch film, then how the hell is he going to lead his football team? <laughs> So I, I just, I just really Francisco. don't know. That's big shots. Hey, big hey, shots. Hey, listen, man. Trey Lance is a first-round quarterback, and you know what first-round quarterbacks do? They play. And so, I mean, they signed Jimmy G as a backup just in case, but I, they gave him the keys to the Ferrari, man. They're going to let him drive it. So let's see what happens. Mm, speaking of first-round quarterbacks, again, 4-13 and 13 for Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's you can, wild. You can roast me for that one later. That's all right. That's all right. I got something for you. It's okay. Knock, you got any? Knock, you got anything? Or are you ready to roll into some standings? Well, you know, I'm looking here. I just wanted to point out that um, Caleb has the Falcons going seven and ten and being second in that division, and that's the same record that Mr. Mango also had, and we gave him a bunch mm-hmm. of crap for that. So I just want to point that out. Um, you know, Caleb, if you talk any mess to him about the way he felt about those Falcons <laughs> other than the guarantee that they would definitely beat yeah. the Buccaneers this year. That's other than that, because you didn't co-sign for that one, but you guys both do have them <laughs> at the same record. So just you know throwing what? this at out this there. Point... And... Oh, go ahead. My bad. My bad. Uh, and, in your defense also, um, you know, the Seahawks do have the easiest strength of schedule uh, in the league. And, and I still have them only winning one game. They're that trash. So, <laughs> Um, I, with that being I said, necessarily. let's just segue yeah. right into my standings, shall we? Uh, <laughs> I have the Chiefs uh, who have the toughest schedule on on the season. Um, I still have them winning the AFC with the number one seed going 14 and three. Um, and surprisingly, the only team in the AFC West that makes the playoffs on my list of uh, moving forward. We have the Colts. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong standings because I didn't. As soon as I said that, that didn't sound right. Uh, moving forward, we have the Bills come in at 13 and four. Um, they're scratching the surface. They're right there. Um, I have them winning week one also. But those guys are, um, you know, they're 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 motivated in the offseason. Bills Mafia is coming out hard. Um, and with the third seed, I have the Ravens. Lamar's back. Um, you were going to see those guys just going crazy this year. Fourth seed, I have the Colts winning a tough South division. I have the Colts winning a tough South division, 12 and five. Um, and then in the AFC wild card picture, um, looks like I've got the Chargers at the fifth seed, Titans sixth seed, and the Patriots with the seventh seed. You never count out Bill and that defense. 
they know how to get into the playoffs. Uh, as far as the NFC West, I think we're going to see out with the old and in with the new. NFL stands for not for long, and there is no establishment in the NFL other than the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid, as so long as Mahomes and Reid are there. With that being said, we've got the Buccaneers winning the division, or excuse me, winning the NFC. Um, I think we're going to see this kind of uh, play out where they really dominate in the regular season. And, um, um, but I don't have them winning the Super Bowl like Matt and Caleb both do. But I'll move forward with the Eagles winning that division at 14 and three and the two seed, the Vikings surprisingly taking the NFC North. I know I'm going to catch a bunch of flack about this um, at 13 and four. And the Rams, obviously, defending Super Bowl champions. They're going to win a packed NFC West 13 and four. Uh, the playoff picture on that side, wild card standings. You got the Cowboys, who are going to have a hell of a season this year. Barely, barely missing out on winning their division and coming in at 13 and four. They're going to finish the season strong going into the playoffs with a lot of momentum. Um, then we've got the Cardinals at 12 and five. Um, they're going to have a stellar defense this year. And then you're going to have the Lions, my crazy pick squeezing in at nine and eight getting into the playoffs um and that's what it looks like we're gonna see aaron Rodgers and the packers take a step back i don't see how they get better they barely miss out with an eight and nine season with that being said i've got the kansas city chiefs winning it all in the super bowl against those dallas cowboys coming in from dallas to make a run in the playoffs and make it all the way there just to fall short to Kansas City and Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes, let's go, baby. Let's go. I see how you and Marengo are doing. Y'all come out here and say all this crazy stuff on your standings, and then you try to get me to forget about it when you say the Chiefs go in the Super Bowl. You try to get on the good side there. I see what y'all are doing. But uh, I – I liked a lot of what you said. I think there aren't a lot of terrible picks on there, but man, like I like the Minnesota winning the division and changing things up a little bit. I'm not super mad at that idea, but the Lions sneaking in and the Packers not that one. That's a bold prediction. That is a very bold prediction. I think that that's either going to win you the competition this year or lose it completely, but that you could be right about that. I'll, I'll give you respect for going out on a going out on a limb there with that one. <laughs> I'm very I'm very happy with the fact that you took these bold predictions so seriously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what craziness John is talking over there with my crazy with my saying crazy stuff. I mean, you've got Indianapolis winning the entire AFC, but I'll come after you later. Um, Having, having, Detroit, <laughs> having Detroit sneak into the playoffs, man, I, I'd like it. I, I'd like the faith that you have in Detroit. I like the belief, but it damn sure ain't going to happen. And damn sure Aaron Rodgers is going to the playoffs. You have him at what, eight and nine? The back-to-back MVP is going to fall off to eight and nine. Arguably one of the best football teams in the NFL. I know they've lost some receivers, but you still have 
I'd say a top five quarterback all time, maybe top 10 quarterback all time as your franchise quarterback. He's going to figure it out. I don't care who he's throwing to. I don't care if he's got to run the ball 20 yards down the field himself to get a first down. It's going to happen. They've got but a tough other schedule. Than that, man, they do have a tough schedule. I, I will give you that. Um, but other than that, man, I don't, I don't think any of these picks are too far off. I think that I can definitely see all that happening. I think Dallas definitely has had the team to make a run at the playoffs for the past five years. They just continuously choke. Um, but, you know, maybe, you know, we haven't heard too much about Weedon Boys this year, and we usually hear it all day, every day. So maybe that's the reason, and maybe this is the year they take it pretty far. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I agree with most of it, though. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mango. If I did, I did not mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. Um, I'm looking at Knox Reagan, and I, I, I let me just let me just preface what my main gripe was going to be at first. If I had a gripe, it was going to be, damn, how upset I would be to go 13 and four in the NFC East, and I don't even win the division. Until, <laughs> until we got to the NFC North. Out with you know, the old, in with the new. You know what? You can say that. I know Aaron Rodgers turns 39 this upcoming NFL season. There is no way. There is no way we have Aaron Rodgers missing the playoffs and the Lions sneaking. You know what? I respect it. You did say, you did say, when we were off air, you did say you wanted to come in here with something bold. And my guy, you did. You did. <laughs> you know what? I like it. I'm here with, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with uh, I'm with PK on this. This is either going to make you or this is going to break you. I like it. I respect it. We're just gonna have to see how it plays out. If their defense, you could be entirely right. If their defense is mediocre, they can. They this will hold up. If their defense is like it was last year, then you know they don't have a shot. I'm banking on an improved defense and an offense with better pieces than it had last year. You know, I'm I'm not so worried about like i think that the lions could go nine and eight i really like that idea i don't know about them going nine and eight and the packers not flipping roles with minnesota possibly in that situation i feel like minnesota is much more likely to I, I, I don't know about you guys i feel like they're underwhelming almost every year i'm like man they do have a squad like they look like they could really do it and i know like jefferson's looking really good now too but they always shit the bed <laughs> and it well, just the they're like oh, i'm sorry uh, I, I was, the Vikings are like the Chargers of the NFC to me. Like they look really good. Everyone thinks they're going to be good, but they actually they still get fathered by one of the best quarterbacks of all time by the end of the year. So that's what ends up happening. Very Chargers. My, my last point <laughs> on it, though, is just like I know Detroit's done some rebuilding. I think I know they've done done some really good things in their front office. They've done some really good things as far as players, but. In the entire NFC, do you really think that they're a top 10 team, let alone a top seven? Uh, well, when you go through and you look at the, the schedule that they have, they have the second easiest schedule just behind the Seahawks. And so I think that they actually squeeze out some of those games. Some of their toughest games, actually, they have at home also. Um, when you combine that with their improvement and the regression of a couple of the better teams in that division being like the Packers who the Packers have taken a step back on defense and they've taken a step back on offense. Um, I don't see them 
they yeah they do have Aaron Rodgers and you know what I know that you guys are a lot younger than me but Aaron Rodgers doesn't make the playoffs perennially like Tom Brady does Aaron Rodgers doesn't make the playoffs perennially like Peyton Manning does Aaron Rodgers is not like those guys Aaron Rodgers sits at home and watches the playoffs half the fucking time excuse my French so with that being said I mean it's fair though I mean you, know, like, you got a, you got a solid point there you know that regular season not as well rounded as as I think that the Buccaneers are who are going to really run the table in the NFC just my opinion no, the Vikings absolutely. on the other hand they picked up Jalen Rager who I think has a resurgence there they also picked up um uh Smith from the Packers their best defender now is playing over there um, so, I mean, I think, you know, they, they, they have a shot at being decent. Yeah. No, I just, I didn't know that they had the second easiest schedule in the, in the league this year. So, I mean, that's definitely helpful. I mean, I've, I'm rooting for Detroit. I'm not a Detroit fan, but I really am rooting for them this year. Um, I really like Dan Campbell. I think he's going to will those guys to some victories. It's, I don't think they're at the Green Bay level this year, but we'll just, we'll have to see what happens, man. <laughs> I like the pick. So here's. Oh, no, my oh, no, no, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to move on, but if you got no, something no, no. else, I, I just one thing. Aaron Rodgers is a regular season quarterback. Look at his last few seasons, 13 and four, 13 and three, 13 and three. Yes, he did go six and nine in 2018 playoffs. Yes, he does choke. I'm just saying he is a regular season quarterback. He is going to get you a double digit amount of wins more often than not. So, that was my only. That was my only argument. Playoffs, yeah, doesn't matter. We're not talking about playoffs at the moment. Playoffs? Regular season, exactly. He will get you. Want to talk about playoffs? Exactly. PK, <laughs> PK, go ahead. Uh, no, I, I was gonna just say one last thing before I move on. Um, you know, when I first heard it, I didn't like it, but really thinking about it. Um, especially because you got the Chiefs winning it, man. I think that the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl is um, a ballsy pick that honestly, like putting some deep thought into it, doesn't sound as crazy as it did initially. Um, I think it's interesting that you have Philly winning the division and then Dallas coming up and uh, winning some really good games. I mean, with that seeding, they got to start with Tampa, um, which is also their week one matchup. It'll be really interesting to have that rematch. It's hard to beat a team twice. So, I mean, if Tampa wins first game, maybe Dallas does come through and takes Tampa out. And at that point, you're kind of rolling. Um, and this is the first season I feel like I haven't heard every, everyone yell at America's team that this is the year. Even Skip Bayless went on the air and said he just didn't see it happening. Um, never in my life thought I'd see that. And I also never thought I'd see Knock put him in there. So, I mean, shit, maybe they really have a <laughs> legit reason to make it happen because I never thought I'd see that. But, oh, yeah. Um, so, so, I actually, I'm, I'm, so I went, I actually, I wrote it down as a diss, but I'm going to flip and I'm going to say I like that pick. Um, so, as far as my standings, I know we just talked a lot of crap about Mr. Uh, Mr. Rogers. Um, but I'll be real with you. I'm going to start with the – I'm sorry, actually. Let me, let me rephrase that. We'll start at FC. I'll do the same order here. Um, we all we all already know what's up. Uh, <laughs> Indy, going to be the number one seed, baby. Let's go. They're coming in 14-3. and three. Uh, That is my not-so-bold prediction because I think that they also have one of the easiest strengths of schedule. Um, I think that they have the, the – 
you know, you've got the NFC East and then you got the AFC South. I mean, I think that they've got one of the easiest divisions to win. Um, generally, it's them in Tennessee fighting for it. I know with what you guys have on your standings, that's still what you believe to ha- is going to happen. But I think Tennessee took a huge step back. Um, you know, they still have a solid defense, but I think that with uh, Derrick Henry coming off a broken foot, I think he's still going to be a monster, but maybe not a 2,000-yard monster. They lost A.J. Brown. They lost Julio Jones, who maybe wasn't huge production there, but, I mean, that is their top two receivers and their main ru- and their running back is struggling. Their quarterback doesn't even want to help train the guy under him. I just think that they've got an issue. Um, the only reason I've got them going 9-8 and eight is because I think that Vrabel is a great coach. Um, so with that said, uh, second seed, Buffalo, no surprise there. They're a really solid squad. Nothing else really needs to be said. Kansas City coming in at the three. Um, I think that Kansas City could definitely do much better than this, but I think that just being under Mahomes, I'm used to 12 wins, baby. That's what we do. We do 12 wins. Uh, try not to be a biased fan. The AFC West does get a little bit hard this season. I don't think that we're going to get an easy sweep. I think that we might struggle a little bit early on, but I think we're rolling into the playoffs on a good win streak. Um, new upset. I got Baltimore winning the division, which I think all of us but what Caleb has. Uh, which really surprised me. I thought I was going to be one of the only ones saying that. But, yeah, I guess everyone's seeing the sophomore slump coming. Um, I, I think that they tie 12-5, and five, but Baltimore wins them out on the division standing or division record. So, since he takes that five seed, um, I've got Miami coming in and taking the sixth seed, surprisingly. Uh, and New England following up in that good old seven spot. And what I found really interesting with this was – you know, it took me a long time to figure out that tiebreaker with New England, Denver, and Vegas, uh, because they all go 10 and 7. Um, you know, I've got everybody in the AFC West. I think it's going to be the best division in football. I've got every single team in that division going over 500. But somehow, I only have one making the playoffs. And I think that that just, that, that's kind of insane. Uh, I didn't do that on purpose. It just is what it is. Um so that, that's how my FC's looking. NFC-wise, Tampa Bay coming in first. No surprises there. I think Green Bay comes in second, like you said. Aaron Rodgers is a regular season god. Uh, ah, defending Super Bowl champions, the Rams coming in at third with Philly winning the NFC East, 12-5, and five, taking the four seed. So I've got Arizona taking the five seed. I know that maybe not everyone's going to love that pick. But I think that they're going to be solid this year. Um, I know we're missing D-Hop for a while, but I think that once he comes back, they'll be able to squeeze out some games. I think they've got a really good running back core, too. Um, And they've really upped their defense as well. So I think that they're going to be a really solid team. Um, Dallas coming in at 11-6. and I don't think that they're Super Bowl bound, but I think they're going to be a solid team this year for sure. And then Minnesota taking that seventh seed also at 11-6. and um, not Detroit. I love Detroit, but <laughs> uh, I, I think that, you know, NFC is looking really good this year. I don't see uh, really anything new happening. Uh, honorable mention, though, I do have Carolina going 9-8. and eight. Everyone else I saw had them doing terrible, so I wanted to throw that out there. Uh, but as far as Super Bowl goes, I have Buffalo going for the AFC. No surprise there. And I know we talked a lot of crap. But Aaron Rodgers is going to finally take his team. The year that no one expects it, no one sees it coming. 
yeah, they took a step back, took a step back. But Aaron Rodgers is tired of y'all messing with him. He's going to go in the locker room. He's going to do some ayahuasca. And he's going to come out there and he's going to ball out, like he said. So, <laughs> you know, I think that that is a, a totally legitimate thing here. So, you know, Indy number one seed and Green Bay going to the Super Bowl. That's, that's how I see this thing playing out. Uh, but I do have Buffalo winning that Super Bowl. Uh, and so I'm taking I'm taking Josh Allen and, and the Bills all the way this year. But I got to have the honorable mention with Aaron Rodgers. All right. I know that was long-winded. I'm ready for the heat. Where, where is it at? Okay. So I'm, my, mine's kind of here. In the <laughs> mine's kind of here in the middle. Okay. Knock has Green Bay not even making the playoffs. And you have you have the Packers going where? John? Uh, they're taking an L to the Josh Allen because Josh Allen's ready to get that dub. He, he, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Pat, all of them were giving him crap at the golf tournament. He's ready to get that dub. But I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to meet him there for sure. Okay. Okay, no. I, I just I just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make yeah. sure because uh... – I like Sammy too, man. He picked up Sammy. I just, I'm showing love. I'm showing love. A little bold, I know, but. Okay, Marengo, no, go ahead. Marengo, I know you have something to say. Let me me tell you about Tennessee, my man. Oh, you you noticed they didn't make it? You think think Derrick Henry coming off injury is really going to make a lot of difference? I, I, I get it. It was brutal. He was out for a while. It took. Five weeks, six weeks for Jonathan Taylor to even catch up to this man's yards. He's going to come out and he's going to ball the hell out. We know who Tennessee is. We know they've got the line. We know Derrick Henry's going to knock some people over. That's how they're going to win games. Tannehill's going to throw the ball down the field every once in a while. They also don't have A.J. Brown anymore. So I do get it from that aspect. I don't really know who their number one receiver is going to be in Tennessee right now. But I tell you what, man, Derrick Henry's going to put that team on his back and they're going to squeeze out some wins and – I do think they're going to barely squeeze into the playoffs. You having, you having them not even making the playoffs is wild to me. But you know what's even more wild? I know you got some something to say. Hang on. Uh, Indianapolis being the best in the AFC, like their strength of schedule. Their strength of schedule, I get you, man. But them being the best in the AFC is wild to me. I really like Indianapolis. I have them go into the AFC conference game. I, I think they're going to be great. I think they're going to do, do good things. But winning the entire conference is a stretch, man. I see where you got those bold predictions from. You and Knock down there collaborating. <laughs> hold on, now I, I gotta. No, nah, hold on. So I got a couple things to say to you right now. First Ooh. off, I've, I've got I've got Indianapolis fourteen and three and losing their very first playoff game because I think that strength of schedule is the only reason they win the AFC. I think that they are going to be that fake number one seed that we see from time to time, right? You just you have them twelve and five. That's two game difference. But you know where you make up those two games? You have them winning playoff games. That's insane mm-hmm. to me. So you're telling me that I have them winning against a bunch of shit teams. Excuse my language. But then you have them winning in the playoffs in the yeah. AFC and well, going to the conference final. Yeah, bud. Because they're playing at home in the playoffs. In my standings, they're playing at home. They've got Tennessee going to Indianapolis. I think they win that game. They edge it out. I think it's a close game, but they do edge it out. The only tough game I see them really having in the playoffs is going to be in Buffalo, and you can argue with me. I'll I'll take the heat on that. I did pick Indianapolis to win that game in Buffalo. I think it's going to be a really, really tough, really, really cold game. 
But Those I got the them Super barely. Bowl champions. Yep. Yep. I have them beating your Super Bowl champions and then losing the next week to the Chiefs in the conference championship. Hmm. So Ooh. it sounds like you're the Indianapolis diehard here. I just, not, I, just not don't me. That, I just don't see them winning the conference, <laughs> man. I think they have a good team, but the fact that you had them as your number one seed just baffles me. Hey, man, I, it is what it is. I, I think that they're going to do very well until the playoffs start. Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention to you is, yes, I think Derrick Henry is still going to be a beast. I never said Derrick Henry would not be a beast. What I think is overall the offense is going to slow to a nine and eight look as opposed to a sneak into the playoffs look. Um, I mean, I think that kind of the last few years they've declined quite a bit. I mean, they were just an AFC title a couple years ago. They added a couple pieces. They were still solid, but now they've lost two of their top receivers and they got Derrick Henry, even if he comes in and puts up 1300 rushing yards this season, I think that that's a little less than what he's used to. And I don't think that's going to carry him to the playoffs necessarily, especially in the AFC, maybe in the NFC, it would work, but I don't know about this year, man. I think that it's just too, it's going to be too intense this year, unless there's some kind of God awful injury on one of these other teams. I just don't see him making it. And that'll be, the one maybe I got to put money on because I guess I'm the only one here who doesn't see him being at least a six seed. I don't know, man. Ten- Tennessee, I've just learned to not bet against Tennessee. They've screwed me over before. So, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I got to go with Tennessee every once in a while. But other than that, man, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think your, I don't think your playoff picture is too bad. I, I, I can really see Josh Allen really getting after it. I, I think he's hungry. The kid's got a cannon. The Buffalo Bills, as an organization, are tired of getting knocked out of the playoffs. I could really see that happening, so I think that's a really good pick. Appreciate it. Well, let's uh, so let's look into some other some other stuff here. So, we've all kind of said how we're feeling about, um, you know, obviously our our standings for the entire year. I think it's going to be great. Um, but what I want to get into is we can finally do this on the show. We got games starting tonight, like. What's everyone thinking, man? Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and let's pull up the graphic for week one here. So, you know, of course, being Chiefs fans, we got to talk about the Chiefs game. We're playing against the Cardinals. Uh, I mean, we obviously we all have a, have the Chiefs winning that game in Arizona. What do you guys think of that game? Do you guys think it's going to be close? Or do you guys think it's going to be great? Like, what's everyone it's else think of that? kind of hard to tell. Um because we all, as, as lifelong Chiefs fans, we we all know what Chiefs we can get. We can get, we can get the Chiefs that look like the team that won the Super Bowl. We could look like a Matt Castle led team of old. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell. There, you know, it's the start of the season. Um, you know, I think, I, I I think we I think Kansas City does end up winning that game. But you, you know, there's. It, it's it's the start of the season. It's we don't know, so we we very well could go into that game and lose it. Um, Knock. I know you haven't said anything in a while. What uh, what, what what do you think about it? Um, I've got a close game, but I think that Kansas City pulls it out. Um, I've got Kansas City winning it thirty four to twenty eight. I think um, both teams have had the entire off season to kind of scheme for one another. Um, we have the same coaching on both sides of the ball this year. So I, I expect to see the offenses really take some shots and get, you know, 
kind of get off, if you will, on, on the other team. So, but I do expect that Kansas City pulls it out. Um, they just have a superior talent base uh, on both sides of the ball. And then they also have better uh, speed. And, um, and so with the playoff experience the Chiefs have, just bringing it into week one in preparation with Andy Reid, I just don't see how they lose that game, even though it is on the road uh, there in, uh, in Phoenix. You know, I think I think Arizona has a really solid team. I said it before going over my standings. I think they're going to be a playoff team. Um, but I think at least to start this season, you know, D-Hop's not playing. Um, we've, there's a lot of bad stuff in the press about Kyler and having issues with the team. I would just be really surprised no matter who they were playing, unless it was, you know, like a, a Jets or a Jags game or something. I just don't know if they can come out there and really – put up a big game against a, a big powerhouse team like the Chiefs week one with all this stuff going on. Um, but, but we'll have to see. One thing I thought was very interesting, though, was I saw that everybody here had the game within a, a touchdown, except for Marengo with a 35-10 to 10 prediction. What? How'd you get there, man? Man, we, we start the season off with a really tough schedule. And thinking about that is why we have to prepare for not only Arizona, but we also have played the chargers in week two. So we need to get started hot. Our first five weeks are rough. I think we come into this game, Andy, like you said, we've had all off season to prepare. Andy's got a plan. If it doesn't work in the first quarter, you know, he's got five or six other plans that we're going to put into play. It's, it's not going to be pretty. I don't see, I think Arizona's got a decent football team. I'm not saying they don't. But I don't think it's going to be close, man. I think we go in, we get the job done, roll on to week two, get ready for the Chargers. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i really wondering what our team's going to look like week one, man. Um, it, uh, we definitely made some moves that I just did not expect. Like, I really was looking forward to Derek Gore. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have him anymore. Uh, I We still have Ronald Jones. For now, like, what do you guys think our running back core is going to look like for that game? I mean, obviously, I think Clyde's going to get the start. I mean, he's he's the veteran guy at this point. He's been there a couple of years. I mean, he knows the system. Um, I think I would really like to see Jarek McKinnon get some more time on the field, man. He impressed me so much last year. He's so fast. He's so shifty. And I think, I think Rojo's only – I like Rojo. I think he's a strong back, but I think he's really only there for like third down short yarded situations because he's about the only back we got that can, I mean, Clyde will do it, but he's more of a spinoff guy, but he's the only guy that can really put his shoulders down and go through some people, you know? So I think our, all in all, I think our running back room looks solid. I mean, it's nowhere near like the top in the NFL by any means, um, but you put that together with our wide receiving core, our tight ends, our line, our defense, our quarterback, it, it's a deadly combo, man. But I, I think we're looking pretty nice. I think we're looking really nice. Awesome. So uh, I guess moving on from there, what do we think for tonight's game, man? We got the Bills-Rams first game of the season. We're finally getting some football going. And Caleb's on an island. He thinks the Rams <laughs> are going to win. Um, I mean, honestly, you can't. I don't think that's a bad – I don't think you can go wrong picking either of these teams. Rams obviously won the Super Bowl. Um you know, I'll start with you though, Caleb. What is there a specific reason you chose the Rams to win this game? I just think it's hyped up. You know, if this game were reversed, if it were in Buffalo, I might have a different opinion. 
Um, you know, I think I think I think the Rams are still riding on that high. Um, and you know, yeah, I have I've been on record saying uh, Josh Allen is hungry, but um, Matthew Stafford just left Detroit and then won a ring. This dude, he's not going to stop there, right? Like he's hungry. I think this is going to be a game where I think Buffalo is going to come in. I think they're going to, I think they're going to run into a buzzsaw. Um, I, I, I really do. I, I don't have the scores in front of me, but I do believe it was a two score game. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I had them winning 41, 28. I believe, I think the Rams are going to come in here. I think they're going to, they're going to put the league on notice. They're not done. And I, this is a statement game. I know it's only the first game of the season, I think this is a statement game for the Rams. I know they just came off of a Super Bowl win. I, this is I'm I have this I have this game circled not for the other reasons, but I think the Rams are going to come out here. I think they're going to they're going to prove something early. Um, what are you What are you guys feeling on that? I mean, I think it's definitely possible. I definitely didn't pick the Rams to to take it. I mean, I have a pretty close game, and I damn sure didn't have a two score game. Um, but I had a, I had a 35-31. Um, I, I'll give you this, man. If the Rams do pull this out, I do think it is a big statement to the rest of the NFL. Because Buffalo, in my head, is a top five team in the NFL, maybe top three team in the NFL. So to go out and to put a whooping on them like you think they're going to do, man, if they do that, watch out the rest of the NFL, watch out the rest of the, everybody, man. But – in my mind, I see it. I see it being a close game. I see Buffalo going out and getting the job done. I, I really think Josh Allen's hungry. Buffalo's just solid in all positions, man. I mean, LA's there too, but I just I don't I don't see a situation where LA really pulls out this game. Mark, what do you think on this one? Yeah, look, guys, Buffalo is that team. Okay, Buffalo is that team. Their defense is already one of the best in the league, and and it's only getting better because they just got guys back in their secondary um, that that they were missing last year. I mean, this this team is ready to go. Um, the Rams are going to have that Super Bowl hangover. They're going to probably be getting their rings week one. You know what I mean? They're going to you know it. They're going to be looking at their rings and and all of that. And next thing you know, they're going to be down by ten. Josh Allen um, is going to leave that great Rams defensive line just wondering where the ball's at. They're going to run the ball uh, quite a bit against the Rams. And, and again, we talk about Aaron Donald and how aggressive he can be, and, and I know he's great. But we have to understand that the Bills have a well-rounded defense all the way around um, and the, as well as an offense. So I've got them winning a close game, though. I do have a close game, uh, 24-21 Buffalo. Okay. I like that. I actually, um, I had very similar, uh, very similar takes as you on that one, knock. Um, you took the words right out of my mouth, man. I think that they're going to be worried about those rings, Super Bowl hangover, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, kind of like you mentioned with the Bills defense already being great, they re-signed pretty much everybody. They also just added Von Miller. Um, and I know he's getting up there in age, but the dude still balls out and he just got a ring last year. I think that, you know, in a, in a funny way, he gets to still be there for the ring ceremony, right? And then he's going to proceed to beat that ass afterwards. I actually have this being uh, an 11-point win, 28-17 Buffalo. Um, I think, you know, 
it's only a matter of time for a team like that. That's why I picked them to win this year. I mean, these guys have been hungry, getting knocked out right before that game every year. I think they're ready to come out and make a statement this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they do even better than the 14 and three. I've got them picked at. Um, and I think they're going to come out and make a statement week one for sure. May not be 45 to 10 or anything, but I think it's a statement to beat the Rams by t- two scores. So uh, I'm excited to see what happens tonight, man. I, uh, just the fact that football is back on just has me giddy knowing that we're going to have football every weekend until February. It's just, it's a blessing. <laughs> so uh, we had a couple other really interesting games this week. Um, you know, because of all the flack I've been catching, I would love to really talk about this Patriots-Dolphins. Patriots-Dolphins going down this week. Um, and I think I'm ready to put some bets on this one, man. Uh, Nock and I have got Patriots taking this one, and I see Caleb and Mango have the Dolphins. You guys really just have no faith in the Patriots, do you? What's going on with that? I no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just talking mess to you guys. I mean, you guys are, are you guys believing everything Tyreek says? Are you guys, you guys think that the most accurate quarterback in the NFL is going to come out and do Belichick bad? What's going on, man? Okay, Listen, man, stop I, there. <laughs> I, I, I really think this is all going to come down to how Miami's offense plays together. We, we know their defense is run of the mill. Like they're, they're going to get some stops. They're going to be okay. Whatever. But it's all – Miami's record will come down to this year how well Tua plays with Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, and how well that line protects him. So going into week one, they added a lot of talent this year. I know Bill Belichick, New England, they are who they are. We all know the talent level that that coach has with his team. He's going to get his boys ready. Right. But I just – I don't know, man. I got a feeling about Tua. I got a feeling about Jalen Waddle, Tyreek, Mike Gusecki. I just – I really just think those guys are going to come out and have something to prove. I don't think they're going to do a whole lot this year. But going into week one, I think they've got that motivation of still being zero and zero <laughs> to go out and be like, we got that 1-0 record and we beat, we beat New England. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But I also saw – and I know it's only preseason, but I saw New England lost – pretty bad to the Raiders and they also lost to the Giants and I mean they had some issues going through the preseason of can the offense get in the end zone because even when the ones were out there they were struggling pretty hard uh so I mean there's there it's just kind of up in the air like I said man it's all going to depend on how well Miami's offense plays together Knock, what do you think? Why, what, why'd you go with the Patriots over the Dolphins this game look guys I mean it's it's no surprise here Bill Belichick owns the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, every now and then, they get a win, and they try to act like they're the team that has a chance to take over that division. But we all know full and damn well that it's the Bills are the only team that can really compete with the Patriots. And just because they've got Tyreek now ain't going to change much, okay? Bill Belichick is having the game plan against Tyreek for all of these AFC championships. They We end up playing them every year because of strength of schedule and so on and so forth. So, look, guys, it might be close. It might be close. But um, – and I'm looking here. What do I have that game at? Um, New England 28-13. No, not that close. Because now that they've got Tyreek, they're what we would call a one-trick pony. Well, at least that's better than no tricks. Because 
Ty, Tua is mm. not that dude. Tua is great for your fantasy football team, but Tua is not going to take you to beat teams that are built to win by running the ball and playing sound defense. Um, and trust me when I tell you the Patriots will have a great defense this season. I don't doubt that they'll have a great defense. I just don't think their offense is going to be able to live up to that defense. I, I don't have a whole lot of faith in Mac Jones. I think he's a good quarterback. I just I, I don't have a whole lot of faith, man. And you're hey. and you're gonna and you're gonna say one trick pony like they don't have Jalen Waddle, Mike Jacecki, Tua. You can say what you want about Tua, but he is an NFL style quarterback. He's still gonna go out and make some throws, man. He's not a starting quarterback for no reason. And they got Emmanuel Agua, they got Xavier Howard on the defense. I, they're they're looking pretty solid, man. They had I, all I, these guys last year. No, they didn't. They didn't have Tyreek last year. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were you were saying you're saying they're a one trick pony because of Tyreek. Yeah, like, they, they, had, they, they had they had Jalen, they had Gasecki, they had Gask, and they had all these people. You're gonna say adding Tyreek doesn't free up any other options on their offense? You're I mean, sure. The, fast, the fastest they're gonna be a little better. Free people up. They're gonna be a little better, but I mean, I I don't think that they're going to go out there and just immediately be able to steamroll teams, especially. One, I'm not saying they like the Patriots. A team. The Patriots have had uh, Mac Jones, who has been a little underwhelming, and they still went to the playoffs because they have an immaculate defense. Do you like the thing is Tyreek may be better that, uh, as an NFL player than Mac Jones on the offensive side, but the Patriots' defense is way better than the Dolphins' defense. Um, and, and I don't think Tyreek is all of a sudden, like he may add two wins to their season, but I don't think that they're going to just start winning against great defenses. No. And I, I, I agreed with you on my last thing. I just, I said the Patriots defense is great. I, that's always good. And I don't think they come out and steamroll anybody, man. I, I called the game 24, 17, looking at it, looking back at it. I think that's a little bit high. I might call the game, you know, a 14, 10, a 17, 10 game, but I'm still taking Miami. I'm not mad at it. I mean, honestly, I just don't – and you can look this – I know Caleb's kind of our kind of our fact checker here. He's fast on the <laughs> on the Google. But, you know, what, what was the last time that Miami beat uh, – last time Miami beat New England, was it not Fitz Magic? And, I mean, that's that's a fluke, right? And, and also, by the way, Fitz, if you're watching this, thank you, sir. You gave us that one seed for the Super Bowl that year. I appreciate that. But – um, <laughs> my man, I, I I just don't see it. Yeah, that's my boy. But you ain't got Fitz Magic. You got the most accurate quarterback in the league in Tua out there. So we are gonna find out. Yeah, and just to, just to throw it in there, I for damn sure am not trusting anything Tyreek says about Tua. Man. <laughs> but if they, but it, like I said, I've said it before on the podcast, and I'll continue to say it. If they were paying me 120 mil, I'd be saying he's the most accurate. Whatever you want, <laughs> fastest. He's the fastest. He's the best. <laughs> uh Caleb you have been a little quiet over there I could tell that you are disturbed by some things what's what's thinking over there man I don't even know where to start um okay in the era that Bill Belichick has dominated Miami what was what was the name of the quarterback he had um you might know him. Everybody might know him. By the name of Tom Brady. He dominated Miami because he had Tom Brady. Now, I'm not saying either way. Look, listen. I have Miami winning this game 31-28. That being said, in Kansas City, did we not, maybe not us in particular, 
did we not say the most uplifting things about Tyreek Hill? Mm-hmm. Okay. So why all of a sudden are we just writing him off in Miami? I don't think it's a write-off. You can't put okay. gas, regular gas, in a Lamborghini and think that it's going to be as fast on the track as if you put octane in it. Right now, you take Tyreek, who is a Lambo, who's been getting that premium octane gas play in and play out, not just because of Pat Mahomes having the best arm in the league and being able to extend plays and use Tyreek 50 yards down the field, but also because he's got the best offensive schemer that we've seen in the the last decade in Andy Reid. Both of them putting that high octane gas on Tyreek Hill. Now he's down there with Tua throwing the ball. And who's their offensive coordinator in Miami? Who is calling the plays in Miami? You see my point? This is why this unleaded gas going into that Lamborghini. And Tyreek is not going to flash like that. And not I, as I, often. I, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm in that sense I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm saying is it just feels like we're we're acting like I feel like in a sense we're just acting like Tyreek is a is a non-factor. Um you know and I still have this game close. I have them 31 and 28, you know. I have that reflecting. I have Miami going 11 and 6. So I just I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm it's a close game, 31-28, Miami winning. Uh, John, I know you have something to say. Uh, I just – Just baffled. At what? At what? I mean, because you, like, you think that us saying that Miami can't beat – or not can't, won't beat the Patriots just because they have Tyreek. Like, that's not writing him off. I think that it's okay. very similar. Like, I think – like, for instance, right, um, Odell Beckham. He was a fucking monster. Uh, excuse my language. He was a monster in New York, right? Um, went to the Browns, not as much of a monster. And honestly, that wasn't even nearly a difference in quarterback play, right? Um, I still think Tyreek's going to have a 900, 1100 yard, to 1100 yard season. I think he's going to do great. Um, but I just don't think it, that's going to immediately convert to him being like this superstar that he was in Kansas City and getting them as nearly as far as Kansas City. I think that he makes a difference in the sense of I have Miami as my sixth seed team over the Patriots. But I think that a system team, you got Bill Belichick. He's arguably the best coach of all time, uh, or at least one of them. And you give this man an entire offseason to prepare for a division rival. I just don't see a, t- a young team in Miami coming in against that defense and doing a great job. I've got it as kind of a, a low score win, but I do. I mean, I got Patriots winning by more than one touchdown. Okay. So, and I, got, I think of, it's tw- I think I, I think I got a twenty-seven fourteen. I think is the score I had here. I think I think Mango and I are kind <sighs> of on the same side with this one. Um, no, I was wrong. I, I don't – Mac Jones, I think he has the potential. I think he has the potential. Um, I just I, – I don't see in, in week one, I'm just specifically talking about this game. I think Tyreek's going to try and come out. I think he's he's going to have some plays called for him. I think he's going to try and be like, uh, yeah, no, I did not necessarily need Mahomes. I can still do whatever I get after I get the ball. He's going to run all over 
that's just my for this game he's he's gonna show out he's gonna do everything he can to show out that's the only thing i'm trying to get across he's gonna you show out and i think that's what it is mango go ahead i can tell you that's something you know what you, no just what really scares me about tyreek being in miami though is like i did name off some weapons they've got some weapons on the defense but tyreek is obviously going to be like the superstar of that offense right he's the number one guy he's the guy they're going to and we've seen it before with other teams where you have when you have that guy he gets the ball a lot and ends up getting hurt and i feel like we're i, I don't I don't know, man. I just got a feeling that Tyreek's going to go out and try and do a little too much. Maybe later on in the season. I know we're talking about week one, but we got on the topic of Tyreek. I just think later on in the season, he's going to try and be that guy a little too much, and I think he's going to go out there and get himself hurt. And I really hope that it doesn't happen. I really, really hope that it doesn't happen, but I can really see it playing out that way, unfortunately. I, I think with all the media hype and stuff, if anybody balls out, I actually think it's going to be Waddle. I think Waddle gets opened up. I think Gusecki gets opened up. Um, but I, I just think that they've got to have a plan for Tyreek. And unless they've got some crazy wildcat formation type stuff coming out the backfield with him, I, I don't see him getting more than 60 yards. They've definitely got the players to do the wildcat stuff, man. I mean, they've got some really fast guys on that side of the ball. So, I mean, if they'd be kind of dumb not to pull that out. I mean, maybe not every drive. Obviously, you need your – Let's methodically get down the field drives. But, yeah, they'd be kind of dumb not to pull that out, man, with the offense they've got. Yeah, I mean, I think Miami's going to be a fun team to watch, but I I don't see them being like the Patriots in a sense where Mac Jones is going to dime you all the way up the field, right? Um, and and they got a decent run game. They've got two really good running backs with a great defense. I think that they can ground and pound you. But I think Miami's going to be one of those, like, punt three times, but then they throw a massive Hail Mary to Tyreek or something crazy. Maybe he breaks off a slant route and makes it into something bigger because he is that kind of player. But I don't know, man. We'll just we'll just have to see, man. It's, it's going to be a good game. Uh, another one that I think, like, week one is filled with some really good games, man. I, I think another one um, that I thought was really interesting is um, Tampa Bay in Dallas. What do you guys think of that game? Uh, based on our picks here, it looks like Caleb again on the island with the Cowboys. Caleb, how'd you get there? I, you know, and I, I kind of off air, I kind of gave, kind of gave knock some slack for this. And I, you know, for this instance, don't make fun of me for this instance. I do apologize to not. Um, I, I, Dallas is at home. I, I, I think this is a game they're going to try to prove themselves. Um, you know, I, I made fun of you guys for, you know, we them boys, we that. I, I'm, I'm not with the Cowboys at all. Um, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I think, I think Dallas, I think Dallas comes out of this. Um, I'm looking at the scores here. I have Dallas, you know, this is a close one. 31-28, um, you know, I, I think, I think this is going to be, and you know, it might be, might be a little bit, low scoring than that i just i think dallas is going to come out i think again they're going to be one of those teams trying to make a statement early on you know they have you know they are looking at philly they're not worried about anybody else in their division not even remotely but they're going to go for philly's neck and we all have those two teams at the top of the division or near it this upcoming season so i think dallas is going to be they're going to be hungry um, I think they're going to look for a statement win. And 
where else are you going to get a statement win at the start of the season against Tampa Bay? Yeah, look, I've got the Cowboys winning it all. Um, but I, I got to agree with Caleb on this one. It's going to be a really tight game. It's going to be a really tight game. In this instance, I've got um, actually got the Buccaneers winning in overtime, 23 to 20. But it could easily be the other way around. Um, so, um, you know, I think that the Cowboys are right there. Um, uh, the way I see the, the season playing out, I've kind of got like this is kind of a catalyst for the Cowboys to really see like this is the baseline of competition and kind of use this to drive them forward um, through the rest of the season. But but yeah, I, I also foresee a really close game and I'm excited to watch it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think um, I'm not mad at either of those picks. I, I could see it being a very close game, but uh, that's not the take I'm taking, man. I think Tampa Bay is going to come in there and mollywop those stupid little Cowboys, man. They come in every season hot. I think they always like to come in, and they like to start off like 3-0, and get all my Cowboys friends riled up talking crap to me because the Chiefs are 2-1 and or 1-2 and on a rough start, you know. But they're not coming in and playing – you know, the Giants, Commanders, and, you know, Panthers their first three weeks. Nah, man, you coming in here, you playing Tom, you got a new coach uh, in in Tampa. You know, I think they're going to do a really good job. Um, you know, Dallas does, like, on paper, they have the best offense. They have a getting a much better defense. I think they'll overall have a good team this year. But, man, I, I don't know, man. I think Tom Brady is just someone who – you, you know, similar to Andy Reid and the Chiefs, you give this man a bye week or a whole, you know, a whole off season to prepare for a game that could have playoff implications. I just don't see the, that Dallas coming in there with Mike McCarthy if the head coach spot comes in and wins that game. Um, um, that's, that's just me. I could see it happening. I just, I don't. <laughs> 2021. Um, I'm sorry, Mango. I'm sorry, Mango. Just no, go ahead. Real, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, 2021. Dallas came into Tampa week one. It was a very close game. 31-29, Tampa ended up winning. I remember I was in Kansas City watching that game. Mm -hmm. I just think Dallas being at home, them wanting to have a statement game, I just think that just to further, just to give more emphasis to my point, I really think, I really think Dallas comes out on top of this one. Mango, go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. Um, I... Looking back at this, this one was kind of a rough pick. And I, I know on my prediction, I have Tampa Bay taking it by 10, 24-14. I think it's a lot closer game than that. I think they get some garbage time points, you know. Um, I really like Knox pick of 23-20. I think that's – it's going to be a damn close game. Um, I kind of agree with you guys on the fact that Dallas is hungry. Dallas on paper should have one of the best teams overall in the entire NFL. It's just for some reason, man, Dallas has some kind of some kind of curse, some kind of anti Super Bowl barrier that they can't get past. And it's <laughs> I just I see Tom going in week one, man. I mean, he's he's had a lot of stuff in the news going on lately. I think he's pissed off. He's gonna go and take it out on Dallas twenty four fourteen. Mm. Mm. Well, that I'll tell you right now, I've definitely I'm I'm circling that bad boy on my calendar for sure. I think mm. that's going to be a great game regardless of watch. Um, you know, one more I definitely want to talk about, even if just briefly, 
Uh, you know, there's going to be a little bit of hype this week. We got Baker going back to Cleveland. Oh, man. What's going to happen? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, you've got a Deshaun. I, I, I think this game will be a lot better. Like, not that I want Deshaun to not get a suspension for what he's supposedly did. I, you know, but I think, I think it's going to be fun at least to watch Carolina go in. I know Baker, uh, I don't remember if, I don't know if this was a good source or not. I don't know if it's actually happened, but I saw something that said that Baker said he was going to go in there and F them up this week. Uh, so I want to see, I want to see what happens. I mean, I would hope, like, my thing is if Carolina goes in and they lose to the Browns with, uh, who they got? Josh, is Josh Rosen starting this week? I think if they go in there and can't even win that game, um, maybe my nine and eight prediction for Carolina was a little bit too positive. If they can't go in and win this week, I would hope he goes in there and does something. But what do you guys think? No, I agree. I I think Baker is going to go in there and f them up. <laughs> I think he's got he's got Christian McCaffrey back. He's got what's what's that kid's name? DJ Moore as a wide receiver. Like, I, I, he's going to do some big things in Cleveland. He's going to go out and he's going to get a dub. Um, looking at the score, I've got it at 21-17. I don't think it's even going to be that close, man. I think it might be 21-3, 21-7. He's going to go mess them boys up. But what I know Caleb's looking up something right now. You pulling up some stats over there? <laughs> no, the only thing I was looking I, – I, the only thing I was looking up is to see – I wanted to see all of our scores for oh, – Carolina Cleveland and all of us have this John has it as the most uh it's the most differential he has them 29 21 the rest of us have it within a four score game or a what's you know what's really tripping me out what's really tripping me out I didn't think this would be a game that had so much to talk about but I see that knock actually has Cleveland taking a dub (laughs) in week one against Carolina man tell me a little bit about that Look, guys, I mean, this all just boils down to understanding players, coaches, and their thought process going into the game. Think about this. The Panthers have no skin in the game. McCaffrey's trying to come back, and no one's talking about McCaffrey there. Everyone's talking about Baker. Those players are not getting any credit. No one's talking about them. They're talking about Baker. They're not even talking about Baker in Cleveland. Cleveland doesn't even want Baker. But all of a sudden now, they're all their questions, everything they got to deal with is about Baker. And they don't know Baker like that. They haven't gone into the fire really yet with Baker. They like the kid, no question. But, you know, and it's their quarterback. But, you know, really they haven't earned it yet. They haven't really boiled that. Now look on the other side. Look what's going on in Cleveland. Who are they talking about in Cleveland? Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun. All the players are getting these questions about Deshaun. They're tired of it. They're not happy. They're going to come out there, and they are going to physically dominate. They're going to come out there with that offensive line. They're going to toss those guys around, and they're going to mash it down their throat. They're going to control the ball with running the ball and playing solid defense and special teams. I see them pulling out a close game, 27-24, and putting the league on notice that they're at least mediocre. Hmm. I, I don't think that's impossible. I love the running back core in Cleveland. Um, I think 
they have a good chance of winning. But I, I also think that if McCaffrey comes out there and does what he's supposed to do, when everyone's keeping him in league still here two years after he hasn't really played much, like if he can come out and be that guy, I just don't see how they can lose that game. But, I mean, obviously I'm a little skeptical only having it be an eight-point game anyways. So we'll see how it goes, man. I'm really interested to watch that one as well. You know, with, with Baker Mayfield, I'm really hoping it's like his college story. Do you guys know that he transferred from Texas Tech to Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he left Texas Tech because Texas Tech did, he wasn't playing at Texas Tech. Went to Oklahoma, won a Heisman. Obviously, the rest is history. I'm I don't think it's going to play out that way in the NFL. But man, I'm I'm really rooting for Baker in Carolina. I really hope he has that kind of a storyline. I do love an underdog, so I'm really hoping that uh, he goes into Carolina. He he runs their team pretty well. I just I don't see. <laughs> I don't see any way that Cleveland wins this game, man. I do agree with you. I think that they're going to come out and run the ball because that's all they can do. But Carolina's also been game planning for, game planning for that shit all offseason. Yeah. So so let's see what happens. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, so uh, what was this other one I was just looking at, man? Um, we, got, we got a couple of good games. We're, we're talking about the revenge games. We didn't have much to talk about on on the Baker one, but I know we're not going to have a lot to talk about here. What do you guys you think is going to happen when Russ goes back to Seattle with the Broncos? Do you see Seattle sneaking out a win here? I'll I'll go ahead and answer that for everyone. No. I think – hold on. Let me read off these scores here. Uh, I've got Denver winning 31-7. Uh, Caleb's got Denver winning 35-14. Marengo's being a little more generous. He's got it 27-10. And let's just end it on a real fun note. Knock has Denver winning 41-6. Could you say – you know, I didn't pick that score at all, like thinking like Russ needed his revenge or anything. I think Seattle's just going to be that bad. Like, it, they're just that bad. Uh, I don't know if you guys even had much thought in that pick. What, what, do, you, what do you think, Caleb? I'll, I'll throw it to you. You know, and I think I was, uh, by far, I was the only one that had Seattle doing anything this year. Um, I, think, I think this is going to be one of those games, again, it comes back to a week one. You know, this is going to change as we go week to week as the season goes on. I think Seattle is yes they are they might be in this rebuilding phase but I think they're going to I think they're going to try to have something to say about you know hey just because you left you're not going to run all over us and um you know and I still have I still have Denver winning 35-14 man listen I don't <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a close game at all I don't but I do think if there is a if there was a week one game where Seattle was going to try and get up for this, it's going to be against Russell Wilson. And that's why, you know, y'all might laugh at me for this. This is why I have them scoring 14 points. All right. Like, I think this is going to be a game where I do think they try. I think the second half is going to come and they're going to be like, all right, white flag. Like this game's going to be over. I, I think, I think Denver's going to run with this um, as Evidenced by all of us having Denver just steamrolling Seattle, um, I think I, I I don't even think this is going to be close. Um, Marengo, what um, what's your what's your take on this? 
I'm really upset that Russ went to Denver. I'm happy for him, but I am a Russell Wilson fan. And unfortunately, being a Chiefs fan means that I cannot root for him <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, man, I, I think Seattle is trying to tank this year, man. I think they're going for draft picks. I, I They've traded away most of their team. I, I mean, I just don't see a situation where they even come out and look decent against Denver. I think Denver puts the foot on their throat from the beginning, from the word go, and it's the sky's the limit. I really wouldn't be surprised with Knox pick of 41-6. Honestly, looking back at it, I didn't even, when I made my prediction, I didn't even think about Russ being there, to be completely honest with you. I just think it's going to be that much of a slack, shellacking. I think Seattle is just off this year, and they're going to maybe get two or three wins, maybe four. I think I have them at four. But, yeah, man, I, I, there's not really too much to talk about when it comes to Seattle this year. <clears throat> Knock, what do you think? Look, guys, I think it's clear what I think. Seattle's trash, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just be clear. <laughs> I want to say this, and I want to be absolutely 100% clear. Seattle is dog water. Seattle is trash. <laughs> Seattle has no shot at winning this game. If you're a betting man, this is 100% lock. Cash it in. This is a done deal. I don't care if it's out-of-conference road game. It doesn't matter, okay? And it's not because of Russ. It's not because of the the better quarterback. It's not because of the better running game. It's not because of the better defense all the way around, including an absolute amazing secondary against a quarterback who, Geno Smith, who's lucky he's starting at any game, anywhere, that's not in a college uniform. This game is going to be a throttling, a shellacking. Mark my words. Take this to the bank. This is 100% locked this week. Seahawks, man, man, I just want to apologize in advance. And I just want to ask you this. I want to ask you this. You mentioned something about their defense, Caleb. How do the Seahawks improve their defense whenever you lose Adams as safety one year and the very next year you lose Bobby Wagner? Who is going to play defense? Listen, all I DK said, Metcalf is best defender on that team. You see how he, you see how, you see how he, <laughs> you remember, you remember how he chased that dude down? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> all hey. I said is that if there was a game that Seattle was going to try, I didn't say they were going to do, they were going to try to get up for it. This is going to be it. Marengo, I know you had something to say. Man, they their quarterback battle was Geno Smith and Drew Locke, and you think they're going to do well this season? <laughs> hey, sorry, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Everyone's looking at this revenge game like, man, what's Russ going to do to them? Because No, man, y'all are, y'all are forgetting who the real revenge seekers are. Drew Locke and Noah Fant, they're coming out here. They're ready to go, and they're going to get that ass beat. That's what's going to happen. But yeah. You know, um, no, man. They're, honestly, I'm surprised we're still even talking about this, man, because the game's going to be over shorter than it took to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, what happens when Seattle wins? And look, hey, look. I will eat You my didn't words. even bet for them to win. You yeah. didn't even – You hold on. What did you – what was your score again? You've got this game. 35-14. Yeah. Yeah. You got it at 21. All right. We're moving on. I got one more game. <laughs> 
I would love to. I mean, there are a lot of good games here. Um, I'll just kind of brush through a couple of these. I mean, we all agree there's a great game potentially with the Raiders Chargers. Um, you know, Knock and Caleb think that the Raiders are a four and thirteen team. I think they're actually a ten and seven team. I think that's a really good game with the Chargers. I got the Raiders higher up, so but I do have the Chargers winning that game. Everyone does. Um, you know, we all see that the Jets are going to lose to the Ravens. Um, Jags Commanders is a toss-up, two and two. Titans are going to mollywop the Giants. We all agree there. Excuse me. Um, but a couple of these are very interesting to me. And I want to talk about the Saints and Falcons. Now, I know that we kind of talk about them like they're going to be two teams that don't matter. But we talk about some of the regrets that we have with our standings on this show. And I've always brought up the Steelers because I don't I think I was wrong putting them at four and thirteen. I think they're gonna do a lot better. Um I'm actually I'm I'm starting to talk myself into a different narrative. I do think that there's another team I've been very hard on on this show that I think is actually gonna do a little better than I expected. Um don't worry, Marengo, it's not the Falcons at That's all. Fine. I think I'll the, be, the, the Falcons what what did not call it? Dog water? I think them <laughs> them they are cat water. They are terrible. Um I've but, never even heard that being I don't either. I don't know what it means either, but I don't know. Like Falcons are trash. I don't know what else to call them. Uh sewage. And then we've got uh new but I do think New Orleans will be way better than I have them projected. I, I've really been thinking in my head like New Orleans, I think, could be a 9-8 and eight team this year. They maybe need to switch with the Panthers on my bracket. Or um, my standings, I'm sorry. But um, I've got Nola win in that game. I think that, you know, if Jameis can stay healthy, they'll be all right. You know, they've got Taysom playing like four positions. I think they'll be all right. Uh, Michael Thomas is coming back. Alvin Kamara is still Alvin Kamara. Um, what what do you guys think? So I'll, I'll throw this one at knock next. What, why do you think you've got Nola winning too? What, why you've got that? Well, I mean, they're a better franchise, a better team. You know, um, the, for the same reason that I have the Patriots winning against the Dolphins, right? Um, the Saints have a lot better firepower. Um, their defense is solid. I think we're only down on them because of the season that they had last year. Um, and they were decimated by injuries, just decimated by injuries. So, um, we're going to get a more accurate look at, um, at those guys. And so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it was more dominant than I have it, because I've got it at 30 to 24. Um, but, you know, we, I just haven't seen what these teams look like and I'm not, I don't have that strong of opinion about teams other than like Seattle. Um, then, but, but I'm high on the saints. I look at you guys, no one else has them winning more than four games. Um, and that's, that's, that's a lot lower. I have them winning eight games. I think they're definitely going to be a middle of the pack team that they're going to look back and see some turnovers or maybe some injuries or, uh, you know, a, a missed field goal here. Or there could be the difference between them making the playoffs. For sure. Uh, Mango, what what do you think there? I mean, I know Atlanta is your squad. Um, did that did that have part to do with your decision making on this uh, game? No, man. Actually this one this one I kinda went back and forth on because like Knox said, I really I really don't know what to expect. Um, I just I really like Mariota, and to be completely honest with you, that's <clears throat> that's where my, my pick came from for that week. But I tell you what, the storyline on this game 
the storyline on this game that I'm really looking forward to see is Drake London and Chris Olave. Two high-profile rookie wide receivers, one coming from Ohio State, one coming from USC. I, I think that this is gonna be it's gonna be a big year for the rookies. What is so funny over there? <laughs> what did I say that's making you die so hard right now? That I like Mariota? <laughs> you got him again. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm gonna come out next week, next podcast, and I'm gonna have a Mariota jersey hanging on my wall. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It'll be a Ducks Mariota jersey. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, a Ducks one. Okay, we're cool with that. One. <laughs> no, man, but uh, but really, I think I, I I it was a toss up game for me. I mean, you know, I don't really know what to expect a whole lot out of the two teams yet. I'm really hoping that Atlanta does really well. Obviously, I've been on record talking really good things about Atlanta. Um, but I think more of the storyline I'm leaning towards in that game is the rookie wide receivers. Cause I think these two can have a standout Justin Jefferson type year busting into the league. And to be completely honest, I'm reading, leaning more towards Chris Olave. I didn't see a whole lot of Drake London in college football to be completely honest, but Chris Olave is a beast, man. He was the number one wide receiver at Ohio state for a couple of years. This man makes some of the most acrobatic catches I've ever seen. So it's gonna be really fun to watch either way, but I definitely I took Atlanta fourteen ten. Caleb, what's what's got you so down over there, bud? I'm I'm curious to know. You know, and I I, I mean no disrespect. These dudes are football players. I would not make the NFL roster at any point, so please forgive me. This is just irrelevant. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we none of us have. I just, I just want to before I before I say this, none of us have anybody outside of Tampa in the NFC South making the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Uh, and you know what? For the sake of Week One, I have I have Atlanta winning twenty one fourteen. Um, I, I just this is it. You know what? I have the Falcons going seven and ten, and in the end, it's not even going to matter. Uh, I I hate to be so blunt about that, but just just for the sake of discussion, I do have Atlanta winning twenty one fourteen, and you know I I don't know. I just this this doesn't even to me. I don't even think right now the discussion we're having right now. I just don't think I just don't think it matters. I'm sorry, Saint. <laughs> I hate to be so blunt. Marengo, I know you feel some type of way about your Atlanta Falcons, boy. I know. I just. Oh, my goodness. It's not relevant. It's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No worries, Ben. I, I think um, I want to move on to our last little. Uh, segment of the show. I think we're going to have to start doing uh, moving forward, but we all collectively agreed that there there's some betting that needs to be done today, and uh, we already talked about the game. We're going to backtrack here to the New England-Miami game. We're split down the middle here. Got me and not going Patriots all day, and you know, it was one of the longest conversations on the show today. Obviously, Caleb and Marengo think that the Dolphins are going to come out and that we're just knocking on Tyreek because he left the Chiefs. So I, I want to put a friendly little wager on here. And everyone knows that it's 2022 and that this is a hell of a wager now. But um, 
I want y'all to fill my gas tank up after this game, man. After y'all lose, I want you filling it. Uh, I want 89, too. I don't want no 87, no 85. I want 89. I want the okay. best of the best. And I want a car wash on top of it, too. Right, okay, cool. boys. I'll, I'll be, I'll be right. waiting on that Venmo. I'll be waiting on that Venmo. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to have to go ahead and put that out there then. So y'all can pay for our gas after the Patriots win this game. And, um, you know, if only I could do a moving podcast, I'd show up next week on it. I'd be spinning the block with that fresh gas. But it's hey, all man. good. We're just going to have to start a new segment for me taking all y'all's money. We're just going to call it that mango money. Call that, that mango, mango money. money. Hey, <laughs> let, me, let me get some of that mango money put in my tank, dude. Hey, it's all good. I need but, some of that Caleb cash, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need my money. Yeah. I like hey, it. I'm, I'm with it, man. Uh, I, I think that that's going to have to be our money game for the week. We got our bets out here. Um, I'm really liking Honestly, it's so hard to tell. Like That's why we call them too early predictions. I mean, anyone here can be right. We could all be extremely wrong. Who knows? Uh, I'm really interested to see how the season goes. I'm excited that we finally got some football on tonight. We get to do some updates on the results and – you know, keep track of score, uh, you know, best of luck to you gentlemen. Of course, uh, I hope one of you gets second place, but, uh, <laughs> I was just about to I, praise I, you. I, I was just I, about I, to praise you. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I, I, I think that I, I think we're going to do a good job this year over here on, on my side. I'm just saying my picks, I'm just looking at, I'm like, yeah, that's, Saints and the Steelers. Other than that, I'm feeling damn good about everything. Yeah, you got the Patriots uh, making the playoffs too. But anyway, go ahead. That's okay. The Patriots about to fill my tank. All right. Oh. I can't wait. I can't, I can't All wait. All right. That's what I'm saying. Hey, New England, you found a home over here. I told you, Atlanta. This guy over oh. here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carolina. I'm over East Coast, basically. I'm all. I'm all over here. Um, but you know, I think we got, uh, we've got a lot of things to look forward to this week, man. Absolutely. Uh, Let's get ready for um, week one. Yes. Yes. So excited. Um, uh, you know, we'll be back next week to talk about how many points I've got over these lames over here. Uh, <laughs> I'm now just being extra annoyed. Oh, did he just turn off his damn camper? I should have. Oh, just end it right here. That's it. <laughs> right? No, man. No, I, I think about it. We're, we're, we've already got a long cast here, guys, man. I I appreciate you guys being on. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot of smack over the weekend with all these games, man. Uh, super excited that football is here. So six more months, guys. We're we're ready. Can but, I just say one last thing before we go? Of course. I started a poll on Twitter. And I said, we have a poll going on for this podcast. I said, who do you have winning in the season opener between Buffalo and the Rams? So far, 11 votes. 54.5% of them say the Rams are going to take that game. Out of 11 people, that's not, that's like six people, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? The poll just started. The poll just started. The poll just started, and that. That helps me out. That helps me like, out. The poll six track. people I, out of the hold on, hold on. Seven people out of the entire world, counting you, thinks the Rams are going to win. You know what? 
I'm going to take that with me. I'll tell you what, um, speaking of polls, uh, and this goes to all you people that are, that were in this poll too, because I, I watch, we put a poll on TikTok about the Chiefs season going nine and eight. No. Yeah, I watch. So a little bit of a higher mar- uh, markup here. 300 people. And about 40% of you said that the Chiefs were going to go nine and eight or worse. Now I want you now like normally I wouldn't want to associate with the type, but please keep watching this show. I like <laughs> love no, I, I think that education is an extremely important part of our society. So you are more than welcome to be educated on this show once a week, Thursdays. Come on here. Maybe we can help you guys learn something. Maybe watch a game every once in a while. But there's no way in hell these guys are going nine and eight or worse. And I'm speaking directly to the hundred of you that said that. Uh, I'm still baffled about it. Two weeks later, I'm still hurt. My feelings are hurt. You know, definitely jump on the sportsbooks, man. I'll have all the links posted below. Uh, you know, we've got Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel. I know um, they just legalized in Kansas for FanDuel, BetMGM, and DraftKings. So you know, links are open for everybody now. Go on below. Put a bet on the on the uh, New England Patriots to beat Miami. Uh, that's not betting advice. I'm just saying I, I that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> get your get your gas tank filled too. Uh, but <laughs> any, anybody else have anything else to say before we yeah. jump out of here? Put that money on Atlanta. <laughs> Put that money on Miami and Atlanta. <laughs> Miami and Atlanta. Y'all hear this right now? Put that on Miami and Atlanta, week one. All right, guys. Well, thanks for having me uh, on. Go Chiefs. Yes, sir. All right. And I look forward to being My able man. to oh, discuss yeah. and, and looking back at these picks next week and just seeing how far off we all are on all of these. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for real. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Go Indy. Let's go. Thank you all for sh- jumping on the show, man. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Sorry. Damn. Sorry.